The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Now we've got uh, hurricanes coming on, on the planet more than ever before. Climate change. More than ever before, which is why I wanted to get uh, Weather Guru. Ooh. He is, uh, he is the, the weather. I, we'll just leave it at that. He is the weather guru. Uh, Joe Bastardion. And find out exactly uh, the truth behind there is never been a time in the planet ever when so many hurricanes have hit landfall. Is that true? No. <laughs> Wait, what? Hurricane, hurricane activity is not increasing. In fact, because the planet's a bit warmer uh, over the last 20, 30 years, uh, the way it's warming is uh, due to increased amounts of water vapor in the air because the oceans are a little bit warmer than they were cyclically, and that puts more water vapor. you got to understand, temperature is not a linear measure of energy, folks. In other words... The, to raise the temperature 10 degrees where it's 40 below takes very little energy, just a little bit of water vapor. To do it in the tropics takes immense amounts. So right. what happens is there's a bit of a distortion in how we're warming. We're warming more up in the Arctic during the winter and Antarctic during their winter. And that distortion of the, of the warming is causing different pressure patterns ac- across the globe, which are actually limiting overall the amount of cyclonic activity there's been no increase in the amount of total global tropical activity uh during this warmer phase so i love it uh, every year every year you get big storms you get them in the pacific uh, more than the atlantic the past couple of years it's been the atlantic's um atlantic's turn now let, let me say something and you know my father used to my father taught me that if you have to tell someone you're good at something, you're not very good at it, okay? So <laughs> I, 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 want, I want to preface this, but last year and the year before at Weatherbell, my company, not only do we tell you how many storms are going to be, we tell you where they're going to go. Mm. Last year, we had this area painted, uh, you know, we put this preseason red zone out, and all the hurricanes went there. This yeah. year, the same thing. But this year, we had it in the northern Gulf, along the southeast coast of the United States and way out into the Atlantic. Very little, if any, activity in the deep tropics. You haven't seen any storms go through the Caribbean, right? right. They this all one, this one formed there. So, yeah, I mean, it didn't go no, through it there formed, at all. It formed, it, it, Jeffy, it did it in the classic late-season way. Mm-hmm. On September right. 16th, uh, I was, on September 16th was the last day I was on for Florence, and I was telling all the media outlets I was on with, I'll see you in October. There's going to be a storm out of the Western Caribbean up in the Gulf. And the reason I said that, folks, is you can see, and uh, if you go, if you go follow me on Twitter, um, Weatherbell is where you should follow me because that's where we really set this up. But uh, we set this up on January, on uh, September 20th, the Japanese Meteorological Agency model came out. In fact, it comes out every Thursday. I'm looking at it now. But uh, it came out and showed that the Western Pacific, the typhoon season would shut down and it would all come into the Atlantic basin between October 6th and 20th and the Eastern Pacific. So what do we have now? So we're telling, we're telling our clients, get ready, get ready, get ready. And we also had the big upper air high develop over the Northeast. We saw that happen. That's called the Newfoundland wheel. What's the Newfoundland wheel? The old timers. I'm now getting to be one 63. I'm 63. (laughs) Whenever you get that big ridge of high pressure, 
over the northeastern part of the United States in the hurricane season. Guess what happens to the United States? We get hit. That happened all the time in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. High pressure dominated in the northwest Atlantic. So all these signals were there. One thing led to the other. And on on Sunday, when we uh, last week, we were telling our clients, because I've got all sorts of energy companies, and they have oil rigs in the Gulf of Mexico. So we're going to have a shutdown because of this. But Sunday, when I wrote uh, our forecast, I also sent it over to a, a conservative blog I do called the Patriot Post. That came out Monday morning saying there was going to be a major hurricane, a Category 4, hitting the Florida coast. And that was when it was just a little tropical storm. My point, folks, is these things are occurring naturally. I don't sit here and go, oh, there's extra CO2 in the air. That's why this is going to develop. <laughs> no, they, the, pattern, the pattern's set up perfectly for this. And it, it gets frustrating for a couple of reasons because of my spiritual that. beliefs. Uh, my spiritual beliefs are, you know, I'm, I'm working from my heavenly father, not in front of other men. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, I have to, I have to, <laughs> I'm running a bit, I'm in a business over here. Yeah. People have to know, people have to understand that, look, when this guy says this came out of nowhere, that's nonsense. <laughs> the seeds for this has been planted. Well, nothing comes out of nowhere. Planted. And and let me let me let me tell you another interesting link. Okay, when you have a lot of activity in October in the tropics in the Atlantic, you usually have a cold winter. And uh, you know why that's true? Because the same pattern that causes a lot of development in the tropics causes it to be very warm in the eastern part of the United States. Uh, we've got something called the Madden Julian Oscillation when it gets into phase eight. One I mean, how, and two. how long have I been saying the Madden Julian Oscillation? Yeah, you I mean, not I, stop. I, cannot, I you will not stop. You cannot shut me up, Joe. Jeffy, I, I, listen to, I listen to Glenn, and I, that's, I, I mean, I listen to you guys in the late morning. I'm sitting there going, they've got to be thinking about the Madden Julian Oscillation. Thank you. I, I'm so sick we of are, hearing yes. about it, I can't tell you. Uh, mm. And I'm going to tell you, it probably affects everything. It's probably why the left is doing what they're doing. The MJO's in the wrong phase for them. The moon's in the seventh house, and Jupiter's in line with Mars. Yes. But what happens is, but what happens is, folks, is that this 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 particular uh, oscillation in the tropics releases heat into the atmosphere a certain way that you set up patterns in the Atlantic for development. But in the winter time, when we switch to the winter season, those phases that were that are good for development in the tropics become phases favorable for cold weather in the United States during the winter. So I watched the hurricane season very, very closely, especially the end game. That's why last year, last year's winter, we had the blend of 1933, 1950, 1995, 2005, 2010, because the hurricane season was very similar to that. Sure enough, the winter turned out very similar to the blend of all those years that followed. Uh, um, it's amazing. The atmosphere, look, there, there is a design to all this, okay? I don't care. It's almost as if it's say. cyclical and it just happens, you know, over time and it, repeats it, it, itself. It does, and there is, look, <sighs> we can't just completely ignore the fact that, uh, you know, we've got 7.3 billion people on the earth. I know. For instance, I think, I think man's affecting the climate. Look at, look at nighttime pictures of the United States with the, all the lights on in all these cities. Uh, the urban heat island is well known. I mean, if you live in right. Dallas, you know that. Absolutely, right? yes. And you live in any cities. I mean, even in Florida, you've noticed. I lived in Florida for a, you know a lot of years, and you, you big time noticed with uh, uh, the buildings, uh, you know, the condos blocking airflow from the Gulf as it blows in. Concrete heat. It's all. It all affects it absolutely. Yeah, and it gets stored. It gets stored there too. And 
you know, you get heat storage in the ocean. The oceans have 99.9% of the thermal energy of the entire system. So if they're going to warm naturally, the air, something small is not going to push around something that big. Something that big will push around something that small. So if you get a cyclical warming of the oceans, you're going to get a cyclical warming of the air above it. And, of course, yeah, I wrote a book on this. It's called The Climate Chronicles. Shameless promotion. It's out there. Inconvenient uh, revelations you won't hear from Al Gore and others. And, and <laughs> it outlines it, – it, it's, it's, a, it's a love story in defense of what I've been taught as far as common sense. Most of this, folks, this whole climate change thing – has nothing to do with climate or science. It, it, it's, it's shiny penny stuff so that you're sitting there going, oh, my gosh, we've got to do this and do that. And yet, right. and yet it, 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 it's amazing how weather and climate is now being dragged through the mud hmm. by people who could care less about it. I love it. This is, all, this is what right. God gave me to do, well, I mean, so the- this is all I do. You know, so it's a it's it's kind of crazy watching all this. It's all about controlling money. I get it. Okay, so let's talk yeah, about let's talk about uh, Michael for a little bit. Uh, where where are we at with Michael and uh, what's next? Well, Michael's near Augusta, Georgia. He'll be near Columbia, uh, South Carolina, in about three hours, and uh, be right over Virginia Beach uh, tomorrow morning at about uh, two a.m. And then out pretty fast. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They usually do move fast, and it, it's going to cause. It's causing a tremendous amount of rain again, but in a short period of time, not nearly as much as Florence, but in areas that will dump a lot of water into those um, in, into areas uh, that Florence affected. And uh, Virginia Beach is probably going to get hit pretty pretty hard. The inland sections, as far as wind goes, the wind will blow 40, 50, 60 mile an hour gusts. But Virginia Beach, when these things move offshore, yeah. the wind comes right down Chesapeake sure Bay, and their uh, uh, tide water is going to get hit pretty fast. But by this time, uh, pretty hard. By this time tomorrow, the storm's about 150 miles east of uh, the Delmarva Peninsula, moving out rapidly. It's a nor'easter from D.C. to Boston. Not that big a deal. A couple inches of rain there. The real heavy rain is to the south. Good. The worst part of this storm is over. And by the way, Sergio, which is a Pacific storm, is coming into Mexico. Now listen to this one. The remnants of Sergio will track across Texas. There's going to be a lot of rain in Texas. To the north of Sergio, it's going to snow from the Texas Panhandle up into southeast Nebraska through Kansas. How about them apples? I'll tell you what, guys. This is October 2002 all over again. All right? And wow. that, was a, that was a cold, stormy winter. Remember, Lily came into Louisiana very early in October 2002. We had, ve- well, you guys probably don't remember it, but I have no life. This is all I do. So what happens is the, the, uh, it was very warm September, October. And then once Lily came by, about a week to 10 days later, the whole pattern changed. It got cold everywhere, and we started marching into that infamous winter of 0203. I think we have a very similar pattern to that. Right. Yeah, and, 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 and just, uh, you know, just for, just for the moment of it, um, you know, in 2002, I was in Florida, and so we were covering these stupid storms. So I do remember Lily. As I, I, didn't, you know, I had to look up the, oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> so I remember those. What part of Florida stars. were you? I was in Tampa Bay for a long time. Yeah, well, Tampa, um, you know, Tampa has only been hit one time. I know. And, and we we and, thought we were going to hit get hit uh, one other time, and it turned. It made the right just before Tampa Bay. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie that, yeah, that was that was another. That, believe it, believe it or not, that's what got me on Fox when I because 
they saw what I was doing. There were people on Fox that were following me before that. And I said from the get-go, that's not going up to Tampa. They never go to Tampa in the middle of hurricane season. The only time you could hit Tampa with a big storm. In fact, Gladys in 68 hit Tampa. But uh, you, you, in 1921 was Tampa's big hurricane in October. Right. You have to have it moving rapidly northeastward like this one is now right. with a big trough picking it up. You're never going to, because of the shape of the coast, it'll either go into the south yeah. or stay off or stay one off. or the other. Yeah. Yeah, so just just using climatology. See, that's the value of the past. My dad, again, I bring my dad up. He said, where you stand today was built yesterday to reach for tomorrow. So what happens is if you look at all the things that happened to the past, in, in the past and incorporate these great new tools, this new science, I mean, it's amazing the advancement we've had. Boy, no kidding. Uh, just, incorpor- go ahead, go ahead. And, well, if you incorporate them together, you win. If you erase yesterday... Yeah, you can't believe how close what I do is to the stuff you guys talk about. It's yeah. the erasure of the past. Forget the past. We've got all these new tools. <laughs> and it's great for me as far as my business goes, because if everybody wants to just look at a computer model, you'll all come up with the same answer, and no one's ever going to get the answer that varies from that. So, that, hey, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm well, all for it. Keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, the prediction, the, we've gotten so good at being able to, I mean, the cone, I mean, we can probably even tone down the the width of the cone of death because uh, they're i mean you guys have gotten so good at predicting where these will go it's, yeah, once it's they're fascinating there, but, but, but again let me let me remind you that from sunday from sunday we were you know i was got i get a letter saying what are you looking at there's too much shear this is never going to develop <laughs> right but the thing is you know what what doesn't kill you make you stronger that shear the thing was developing in the face of shear so what what happens when the shear comes off? Right, and the, and the shear still came there. off completely. Hello. Yes, I'm here. No, I mean the storm is still here. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what they said. Well, actually, now it's it's dying, but, but it, you know it's over land. I was going to say shear today, gone tomorrow, oh, but just, that wouldn't apply here. Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. Hey, Joe, sorry. Right. Thank uh, you very much, man. I'll let you go. I know you're busy. Uh, Weatherbell.com at uh, Big Joe Bastardi on Twitter, and I appreciate it very much, man. Thank you. Hey, enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. See you later. Thank Bye. Thank you very much. Joe Bastardi. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.